Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs wanting to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 136. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm a specialist of performance and mindset, working with entrepreneurs all over the world, supporting them to be the best and perform at their highest levels in life and business. And I achieve this through my coaching and online programs. If you're listening to this episode, my aim is for you to learn and implement the valuable lessons shared in these episodes. Remember to be exceptional, which during the current situation will require you to pause, reflect and implement. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. I truly hope you are all safe and well during these challenging times. Firstly, I hope you are all staying at home and doing your part for your country and helping the front lines save lives and keep our respective countries functioning. Secondly, if you're not staying at home and following the advice of the country's guidelines, I urge, no, actually, I plead you to start following the guidelines and take responsibility. Your acts could cost lives, um, not only of your own loved ones, but also someone else's as well. Thirdly, holy crap, people, this world has gone bonkers. I'm not sure that any of us had any idea that 2020 would be like this. And in fact, if we could do it again, we'd probably reverse it all the way back to the beginning and start a new. I wanted to do this episode to share and really be honest about how this is not only affecting me, but also provide you with strategies for planning success post COVID-19. I also want to share some strategies to assist you working from home, staying sane, and how by working as a community both online and offline, although currently offline is off limits, we can support each other to rise back after this global disaster has shrank back into the shadows and hopefully be a distant memory for many of us. I'm recording this on the 24th of March here in the UK. We have basically gone into lockdown as of order from our Prime Minister and we're staying in our homes. You know, we go out for the essential things, food and medicine. We can go out and exercise in the public, but only maintaining within our group of our household. All groups of over two people are to stop. For all essential non-business work is to be done at home. Restaurants, pubs, libraries, leisure, gyms, cafes, etc. are all closed. Anyone who doesn't think that is a lockdown seriously needs to rethink of things. Life is being massively limited and, you know, doesn't matter your age. We're seeing more and more. It doesn't matter about, you know, your age or who you are, where you're from or anything else. You are not immune from the possible impact of this damn thing. Um, I hate isolation. I don't like being stuck in the house. Um, and my kids are going absolutely crazy. And they're old, you know, they're not young kids. They're old. They're used to that sort of, they've just hit adult, junior adulthood is what I call it. And their lives have been put on hold for short term, but we have to do these things. It's sensible things to do. Self-isolation, the virus cannot spread and our medical professionals can kick this damn thing in the nuts. I would just like to personally thank each and every medical staff, law enforcement officer, armed forces member, fireman, delivery driver, manufacturer, postal service, and any other key member of the front line that I haven't mentioned. I'd also like to thank the teachers who are out there 
helping looking after the children of the key responders in every country. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We owe you all a huge debt of gratitude for helping us out in our hour of need. So what am I doing? Well, I'm sitting in my office. I'm self-isolating because, you know, we're on day nine now. One, my eldest son came, uh, started with a cough, then went into a temperature, and we immediately self-isolated. Um, Josh, my second son, uh, my youngest son, really, is... Um, well, not really, he is. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, he's all, he got a cough headache and sore chest and I did as well my wife well she's just a rock she didn't get anything um or so we don't think anyway so we're sitting in a house where we're stuck we are social distancing ourselves until the government tells us otherwise and we are adhering to the um what I am calling whether you actually use the word or not basically the lockdown I'm also thinking about the world I mean the world has changed it's in a very short period of time, businesses are being decimated, unable to trade, our economy is going to be challenged, our governments are doing everything they possibly can to help deal with that, the ramifications of that. And, you know, there's, there are so many things going on. I'm getting emails from people every single day who either have been clients, past, current clients, or people who listen to the show and I'm especially seeing this in the self-employed and the solopreneur, the one-man bands. Of course, it's happening right the way across the sector in business, a com complete transparency. I myself have seen a massive drop in my client base. 80% of my consulting, mentoring, coaching clients have decided to put support on hold. I've also needed to rearrange speaking events which have either been cancelled or have been postponed until further on in the year. That has had a massive impact on cash flow and how we currently live our lives. I'm not speaking to you from someone who is, you know, uh, someone who necessarily knows exactly what to do in all of the skills I've been trained in mindset, performance. I've never had to deal with a pandemic. I've never had a client who's gone, have I had this pro problem and how do you do it? I don't think anyone really does know how to deal um, in these situations. What we can do is we can go back and we can look at what worked for us and what has worked for us. Um, personally, I'm a bit dubious for someone who can go, look, I can help you through this type of crisis because it's never happened before. I think when we're listening to certain types of people like tier one operators, military people who have been trained in how to survive in challenging situations, that's very, very different. But learning how to rebuild lives after, you know, people may be lost or learning how to uh, deal with the challenges of rebuilding a business and, and starting anew in certain things, we not many people know how to do that after a pandemic. It, it'll be a, a slightly different thing in other circumstances. So, you know, it's I don't know the secrets. What I will share with you is what has worked for me in the past. I, I'm starting a whole new level of experiments on how to live and support my family the best I know can at the at this very moment. What I do believe is this will pass. The economy will grow again. It might take time, but it will grow. Normality will settle back in. 
We have to adapt and overcome our current obstacles and the human spirit will live and shine as it always does during these challenging types of things. What I do know is that adversity teaches us to grow, to be better. When we face these challenges, we, we start to realize what you are truly capable of, what you, what hidden gifts, what hidden talents that have been locked away. And it's only when we're, our backs are against the wall in life that we really see these true gifts. Again, all I can ever speak about is lessons that I've learned from being ill and how that adversity has changed me for definitely for the best. Didn't think so at the time. We won't be thinking this at the time currently, but it will. I have faith in each in each of us. You know, our, we've got to have faith in each and every one of us on our online and our offline communities, although that offline will now become online. We need to search for the truth, not social media BS and support each other to build. That's all we can do. So let's get started. What I'd like to do today is share some positive strategies that we can do to keep ourselves in the game. And, and I truly do believe that the mindset is the foundation of moving forward and turning whatever disasters have happened over the last couple of weeks into a positive. But there is one thing I need to sort of ask anyone who is listening to this episode you know, I'm a fan of disaster movies. I love apocalyptic novels. And never in my wildest dreams would I have ever seen toilet paper as a premium commodity. Where has that hoarding come from? You, know, you don't see Mad Max going down the street with his car and his all of his gear ready to do that with a boot full of Andrex or whatever toilet roll brands that you have in your country. It just seems absolutely bizarre. But we'll get move. We'll get through this, and you know the the true character of certain people will be seen, um, and not forgotten. So, first of all, what I'd love to do is I, I want to invite each and every one of you listening to this show as a way to create a community, to build on support to help each other get through these challenges, is to uh, uh, invite you to join my Facebook group. It's just search for Successor Q Alliance. It's not perfect. I'm not pretending that I've got this amazing community that we've got some amazing people in it. Um, and I'm learning every single day how to generate a community. Um, but I what I do know is, is the way that I want to do it is I want to create it to help you guys get through this to create results in your life. And um, in some cases, if necessary, build from the ashes that this pandemic or COVID-19 issue has, has started. But let's go through some strategies that, in my experience, uh, are certainly going to help us. It's not by any way undermining the challenges that each and every one of you will face. But what it is about, it's about possibly just helping you shine a light on something that maybe you haven't thought about it in a specific way. So the first thing is, what we have to do is we have, we, have, we, have, we have to accept what we can control in this current situation. People are getting worried about certain things, and rightly so, and then they're getting worried about other things that 
aren't necessarily the things to worry about. We have to understand what we can control and what we can't control. Whether we look at it from a stoic point of view, which was something very much I got into when I started to get um, better and started to look at things, it was the stoic philosophy type of thing. And Ryan Holiday is a guy who writes some amazing books, but also uh, people like Tim Ferriss, they have a, um, a very stoic attitude and some great content about that as well. And all of the resources will be in the show notes as well. But it's understanding what you can control and accepting that. I learned a great formula from my mentor, Jack Canfield, E plus R equals O. That's E stands for event. It's going to happen regardless. Whatever happens, the event will happen. But the difference is, is to the outcome, the O, is how you respond, which is the R. So if you are looking at situations and you are responding to them in a negative way, then your outcome is more likely to be negative. In fact, dramatically increases the chances of the outcome being negative. But if you start looking at how you can create a positive outcome from that event, and the event doesn't have to be a good event, but is there a better way that you could respond to that event? The outcome will be better. Now, working in mindset and mental performance and human potential development, the the key thing is is and is how do we overcome these challenges? And and the place to start is our mindset. It's it's not giving up. It's looking at a solution orientation, not a problem orientation. Because if you just sit there and dig up the dirt about what is going on in the world at this present moment in time and how that is going to stop you from doing X, Y, and Z, that's going to increase your stress levels even more than what they would currently be and what they need to be. So what it's understanding is it's about what is it that we can do to take control of certain situations. One of the, For me, one of the best ways to practice that is mindfulness, about focusing on the now, about how you need to feel, not necessarily about creating or listening to or uh, responding to the narrative that has been out there. In some cases, it might be control the negative information that's coming into your home because there is an importance about knowledge. There's an importance about understanding what is going on in the world. But generally, um, as my way of practicing, I'll listen to the, um, in my country's prime minister report or government sections specifically at a certain time during the day but everything else during that day is focused on actions to take for me to deal with the current situation and what happens when it comes out because that's where your focus needs to be that's a solution if you're focusing on your problem all you're going to do is dig in um make things worse things become more horrific and more terrifying when actually they may not necessarily be. There's enough scary things going on without trying to make it any worse. So I think acceptance is a really important thing. The other thing is understanding that possibly, or that definitely your normal has changed. What was normal two, three weeks ago is not what is normal now. And rather than using the normal from three weeks ago, we need to reassess and see what is normal now. So normal currently for um, myself is we, we've self-isolated so we're in the house like many 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 in fact probably hopefully most of the people in the UK apart from the key people um, you know our life is inside it's it's not outside we get to enjoy the garden we um, in fact 
the you know you can tell the kids are bored because my youngest especially asked if I wanted a hand in the garden yesterday. Um, he must be absolutely bored, stiff. Um, but you know that that's what it is. We, it's it's for the kids. It's sitting down talking to their friends online, not going out and seeing their friends. For some people, it might be just reading a book. Normal has changed. There's not a whole lot of stuff we can do. But what I do think we do is we have to stay active and we have to keep our mind active as well in a positive way. So understanding that our norm has changed, that's a, another important lesson to understand that. Because what happens is, is when you start acknowledging and accepting where things are, the the you realize that the change does not necessarily have to be as much in the sense of what you can positively positively do to impact that if you start judging from the from the past norm it becomes even more scarier so i think is is understanding that the norm has changed is a vital thing as well thirdly is trim the fat from your finances it's taking a look at you know, people have lost their jobs, people can't go to work, people have been made redundant, people have, um, businesses are literally just shut and they've got no idea what's going on. All of this stuff is a reality. But what we also need to do is, is panic causes fear. Fear causes us to stay still and not move. But we need to do certain things. We need to move forward in certain things in order to create better results. So one of the things I would advise everyone do is go out there, get their statements, go through their bank statements, all of their expenses, highlight them, mark them, whatever it is that you do, and actually work out which ones are actually important. Um, you know, it might be that you're paying for a subscription that you've never, never used. A, a big one, chances are, will be a gym membership or something like that, that they've never been to. Cancel it, get rid of it. It could be 40 quid a month, it could be you know, $50 a month, whatever it is, it might be a massive saving that allows you to go, okay, I'm going to step back. So you've got to look at these things and work out what it is that you need and what it is that you don't need in order for you to save as much as you possibly can. Because uh, let's just say, for example, you might not be going in the car as much, so you'd be saving money on fuel. Uh, you may not be, one of the things I've noticed is the amount of money I've saved from buying coffees from places like Starbucks and and, and alike. Um, the, that in itself can be, then be rerouted into the serious things of paying the heating, making sure that you've got running water, making sure you've got food and and all of those critical things rather than making sure you're getting your latte or cappuccino in the morning, which you won't be getting if you're stuck in the house um, the same way. Anyway, you can obviously still get coffee. Um, so that's a really important one. Number four is, is letting go of your ego and vanity and be willing to ask for help. Even if it's short, short term, if you are sitting there and you are in dire straits financially because of what has happened, you may find, and chances are, um, the government have put down uh, resources in order to help you do that. Um, I would admit from a point of view of the UK that the, the, the um, solopreneur or self-employed or sole trader, I don't think they've really been supported, but there's still options. It certainly may not be a the result that you want and the amount that you want but 
at the same time, if it helps, it helps. It still takes a chunk out of whatever. So it's important for you to look at that sort of thing as well. And it, the the stress will reduce when you know certain things are getting covered. So if you're able to do those sort of things. There also may be the thing where you kind of like, well, going back to that finance thing, you may need to make a few calls and just say, look, everyone's in the same boat here. I I can't afford X. I need to reduce it to this. Um, can we do that for a period of time? Just allow you to help do that. Some will be understanding, some won't be. But just you do what you can. You have those phone calls if you need to. So you look at all of that. You go and you go and seek the help that you can get from your government if you can and if you're entitled to it. Um, and you are doing that in order to help look after your family, to help look after you, to reduce the stress, um, which in ultimately will make you um, more versatile, more adaptive to situations because your stress response will be reduced. So that's one of the, um, that's number four. Number five is whether whether we like it or not, the and one of the things that keeps coming through over and over again with all of these people I interview is one, they're very solution focused. So they're always looking at how can I solve this um, with what do I need to do in order to solve this problem? They don't spend their days moaning and, and um, pining over the issue. They look at it and go, right, how do we change that? And part of that is, is we need a plan. We need a structure in order to do that. Now, when I got better and I came into, if you want, normal life, I thought, no, I'm going to be free-spirited. I'm going to be spontaneous. Spontaneity doesn't get results. Structure does. So by taking a moment and just go, and, and also certainly for me, my a plan keeps me sane. So I am still getting up and coming to work, even in, though it's in my home office at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm working till, you know, 5, 6. Um, I am having my breaks with my family and stuff like that, but that's what I'm doing because that's what keeps me sane. That keeps me busy. That keeps my mind occupied on where are the solutions that I can do. I'm not burying my head in the sand. I'm looking at what do I need to do to be ready for post-COVID-19. That's, what what, that's what's really, really critical. Whether you've got projects to finish or um, websites to change or courses to create or podcast, you know, podcasts to record or, you know, systems to implement, all of these things could be, can be a way for you to do that because one, it's all I know. I'm, I fundamentally will always go back to the basic systems that I put in place to help me get better that have helped me um, become the person I am and help me do the thing that I love to do um, as much as I can possibly. Um, but I, what I do is, is I, I created the model when I came out of my illness. And it's a really simple one. I talk about it. And we're going to be doing some webinars and stuff on the in the Facebook group. It's called HITS. And what it focuses on is the four crucial areas of our lives. They're the four things that if we work on on a day-to-day -day basis, I truly believe that that's when we get to see great results. And whenever I've spoken to people or we've looked at things, they you can see that they focus a large part on this area. So what I want to do is I want to walk through that just to help you kind of like come up with some sort of filter that allows you to work on a plan. 
So health is the first one in the in, in the acronym HITS. Health. What are you doing to main, maintain great physical, emotional, spiritual, and um, physical health? What are you doing to maintain that resilience or build that resilience, to have that emotional intelligence, to be able to deal with those situations in the close relationships that you are pro, pro, presented with for long periods of time without in isolation, in, in that sort of thing. What are you doing physically to look after yourself? Now, physical health in my hands is also about nutritional. What are you doing about your diet? Are you making sure you're getting the best food that you possibly can in the crazy food shortages that are around at this moment in time? And what are you doing spiritually in order to connect with other the other members of the human race? What are you doing to maintain that? When we're focusing on these areas, these areas help us to become a better person, not only from physical and obviously our emotional and mental well-being, but our spiritual weather as well. And I think that's an important area that we, we start on. The next one is income. Look, nothing is more important at this present moment in time than making you sure I have enough money. So what are you actively doing to reduce your bills? Debt may arise in this because you may physically just not be able to pay X. You may have to put it on a credit card or something like that, but that may be only short term. But what are you doing in order to keep the lights on, the food on the table, and the homes warm? What are you reducing? What are you trying to do to get that sorted out so you're able to manage your income more effectively? And now this require you know this will require you to if you own your own business, this is going to require you to look at both home and business. Cut the fat, get it down to its most basic level, work out what you need at its most basic level to survive, to get the bills paid, and to, you know, minus the uh, extravagances that you might have. Now, for some of you, it might not be a lot, but you may not be going to the cinema, you may not be going to restaurants, you may not be going to get your coffee from um, the Starbucks type places. All of this stuff is going to be money that is available to transfer into other areas. So get that done, get that sorted, make the phone calls you need to make to, to in order to get that sorted. Then we've got T, tribe. It's one of the one of the key things, especially in times like this, is our community, our family members, our friends, our cheerleaders, a support group that understand what we're trying to achieve support us through all the challenges and challenges through all those challenges as well to be better you know we live in a great time with the internet um gary vaynerchuk did a, a live i think it was this morning and he was talking about you know if this was 20 25 years ago good god we would be bored stiff we wouldn't have the selection on telly um we wouldn't have you know all of the things that we have available, but now we have the ability to contact our friends, our family, our loved ones using apps like FaceTime, WhatsApp, Facebook. We have the ability to see them as if they are in the room. Um, I know, for example, my family and I, my mum, uh, my, my sisters, and my, my wife and I, probably, hopefully, the kids will join in as well. We're doing a quiz night where we're all just going to sit in front of it's like something out of Star Trek. We're all going to sit in front of the screens and we're going to have a, a quiz. It's going to be absolutely bonkers because I'm pretty confident, that, but we'll have an absolute blast. Um, and, you know, that's how we stay positive. We support each other. Uh, there's many different ways to do that from, you know, putting 
putting out there to um, associates and friends and, and people who you may not have spoken in a while and just going, you know what, I'm here for you. If you need to speak to me, if, you, if you're feeling a little bit lonely and you just want to have a chat, then, you know, I'm here. It's only a phone call away. The benefit of everyone being in um, isolation and lockdown is the fact that everyone's in. So there is that ability to communicate with people. And then we have the most important, and that's self. So self is we have to look after us. In order for us to be proactive uh, and make the changes required so when normality returns, we are able to respond accordingly and positively with impact and momentum. A simple lesson for me is is the example of uh, the oxygen masks falling from the ceiling in a plane. The rule is, is you put your oxygen mask on first to help the others around you. Same thing applies. You, the better you are in your space, the better the ability that you are to support the people around you, the better and clearer you're going to have to make decisions for the future because you are reducing the stress that is going on. So therefore, you are able to process information and use cognitive energy more effectively. And then let's think about it. Let's let's look at what it is we've got now. We've got time. Our life has been slowed down, granted by something else and someone else, but our life has slowed down. So what does that actually mean? Well, you know, in the UK, we're on lockdown for three weeks minimum. Um, you know, and I, I would be lying if I said there wasn't all types of emotions running through me. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that. And I got a little bit too much in my head and not enough in everything else. And that came to, well, I've got my plan and I've got my routine. And that keeps me sane. But then I thought about the other stuff. The stuff that I've put off because I just haven't had the time. The ability now that I can go and do exercise every single day because my schedule was just consumed with speaking to people and, and, and conference calls and stuff like that. I've got time to learn a new instrument, to dabble in a new language, to um, explore a new platform or something like that, which I'll go in later on. There's all sorts of opportunities for us to do while you are working at home and while you are at home. There. There's reading. You know, what books have you wanted to read? Now, you might not read, you might listen to books like I do, but, you know, I'm reading Alter Ego by Todd Herman and Pegasus Bridge by, um, oh, damn it, the guy, I've forgotten his name, um, Ambrose, the guy who wrote Band of Brothers. A bit of history and a bit of personal development. I've got a list as long as my arm to read as well, and I'm, I'm fascinated with reading um, books about, um, generally it's always going to be tier one special forces operatives like Ant Middleton or Navy SEALs or something, how they deal with fear. There's um, one that I'm really interested called, um, it's called Fear, it's by a, a gentleman who wrote um, The Red Circle, I think it's called. Again, everything will be in the show notes. He talks about fear and how you work with fear. Fear is natural. Fear is something that is going to, especially in these moments and times, it's going to be around. But one of the things I've learned is, is 
we have to use fear. We have to have the courage to push through fear. I've obviously never been in a combat situation or anything, but the lessons that these people that have written about and they're gleaming the strategies that you use, if you're willing to play around with them and, and understand them and explore them, are dramatically going to help you um, when things start to settle back. And they will. They will. Everything will grow back the way it needs to grow back. It might be a little bit different, might require us to be different, to act different, though the world hopefully will be a better place after it um, because of what we've all experienced as a, a global community. But I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm, and I love that fact that I'm allowed to do that. I'm looking at things and I'm going, wow, okay, so there's courses that I want to create. Like I'm, one of the projects that I had down to set further down the line was to work on a planning program. Because I think planning, especially now, is even more critical to create the plan when we're feeling better, when the world starts to reset and we can start doing it. Planning is going to be crucial. So, right, okay, so I'm going to start working on that to explore my systems and my routines, to be able to hone them and design them to work more efficiently and more effectively, to simplify the process that I've got to make life less complicated so it becomes even more enjoyable and even better when everything gets to do. And don't get me wrong, it's, it's not always easy to, to be positive in these types of situations. But, you know, my basic coping mechanism is humor and, and having a, a laugh and a giggle and stuff with the wife and the kids. And, you know, my friends when I speak to them and my, my family when I speak to them, because that's just how I cope. And it's infectious when you um, have got a group of people who've got a good sense of humor. It's, it's only going to be good for you. Um, and then obviously with apps, I'm experimenting. Now, with this mad influx of um, working from home, all sorts of issues have arisen that probably people never really thought of. Like, I mean, I'm pretty confident that the, the internet probably is maxing out right now at the minute to levels that we... And certainly maybe the even the internet infrastructure guys have never even thought would get there. Um, I use a, a platform called Shadow, and um, it's a virtual PC um, platform. And they were experiencing outages because so many people were using them to, do, um, to utilize the service. They probably never even planned for the amount of people to, to use what they do, but it's it it's a it's an amazing platform. It's 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 really really good, and those sort of things are coming up. But also, what it got me thinking about was, well, what platforms can I tr try? Can I explore? Can I look at? The world has changed. So, a couple of things that I'm experimenting with and trying out and looking at is is one is called MailPoet. It incorporates the um, Mailchimp type newsletter software within the WordPress universe. So it means that I'm not bouncing from a different software to a different software. I quite like that idea. I'm going to explore with it. MeetFox. MeetFox is a, um, basically it's like Zoom, but it allows me to schedule, um, get paid, and also speak to my clients. So it, it simplifies the route. Great platform. Um, experimenting with a little bit more and seeing how it would work with my my clients um and then looking at adobe indesign um to i think it's called indesign for like um 
workbook designs and, and, and graphic sort of designs because for me that come from that background visual graphics for workbooks and manuals and stuff is really really important to me so I'm going to have a play around with that we can use this opportunity to learn to better ourselves so then the next iteration of whatever is going to happen with our businesses could be even better um, and I think that's an amazing opportunity and then the two other platforms I'm exploring with is Invanto which is um, like a membership platform but offers loads of other things and also a platform called Heights, um, which is a course creation software. I'm going to have a look at that. Um, one of the other things I would have, uh, sort of speak to people and mention about is it's time to also look at things in a smarter way. So it's, it's sometimes to look at different platforms to see if we can get more beneficial things. And for those entrepreneurs out there who are always looking at getting a deal, as I know we love to do, but also looking at things that aren't exactly polished but could be really useful for us, they really want to have a look at platforms like AppSumo, um, or I think it's called Product Hunters, another one, where you get new software coming in that at a crazy, crazy cheap deal, but um, it allows you to sort of... Um, get there at the beginning so to speak um, and there's some phenomenal platforms out there that have saved me thousands and thousands of pounds um, and could be really really useful for you to get started but I'm going to do a a, um, a video on that on the uh, YouTube channel when I get everything sorted so think about this time that we have and using it wisely but then there's the important stuff family time you know, the time where you can sit with your family and, oh my God, board games are going to be brought out in big style um, on this. You know, how many games of drafts or Connect Four or Frustration or Kaplunk are going to be played? Or even Uno. Hell, if it gets worse, Snap might be even played in Patience. But those sort of games, it allows us to connect with each other in a way that maybe we've never done for a long, long time. Um it's going to help us deepen the relationships with the people who we care most about for us to be able to show how much we care and and support each other through these challenges. Um, and there's things like getting out in the garden and exercising in the garden and um, all sorts of things. Like I said at the beginning, my son must be bored shitless because he actually wants to help in the garden. So, you know, it's it. But we're having a laugh. We're seeing each other every day. Um you know, the, the, was trying to be as normal as we possibly can because within these confines of these walls, we can be, despite what madness is going on outside. Um, but I think the, the really important thing is, is for you just understand we're all in this together. Every single one of us is going to face some sort of challenge because of this, whether it be business, whether it be loved ones passing, whether it be... Um, trying to trying to reinvent ourselves when it comes out it's not that i have the solution um the 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 answers the results but what i do have are the strategies that i wanted to share with you today that i know have helped me in the past um and all i can do and to the best of my ability is offer you my support jump over to the facebook channel come and join and start building a group of people who just want to help each other um you know whether it be masterminding ideas you know i'm still doing the masterminding groups i'm 
Um, we're, we're hopefully going to start some up, but obviously we've got to see what the climate's like. Um, you know, the coaching calls are still going for the, my clients who want to coach, um, who are in that ability to do that. All of that's still going going on. It's just in a slightly different world. Um, and I think with versatility, creativity, courage, and tenacity, um, you can do this. You can. You still deserve that exceptional life. You can still live that exceptional life. But I think also what it what this stuff is going on. It's allowing us to appreciate and maybe reevaluate what it is that we think success means. It may mean that we make things simpler. It may mean that we look at things and we can readjust. And the success plan that we create is in some ways easier to achieve because our our desire is more um, has changed. It's fundamentally changed because of what's gone on. But I but I wanted to do this episode. I truly hope you are all fit, well, and healthy, and staying at home and doing the right thing. Um, I wish every single one of you the greatest success, the greatest health, the greatest happiness in these moments. Um, and I'm I'm here for you if you need me. Um, again, urge you to jump over to Facebook. I'd love to have a chat with you and see how things are. And if I can offer any support, um, assistance, or anything like that it's there um and um yeah take care and i'll speak to you soon first of all let me just say a huge and massive thank you for joining me today it's lovely to know you're listening i really appreciate the support if you would like to know more about me the services i offer how to connect with me on social media then please visit www.successiq.co.uk Remember, if you're interested in learning some great strategies that I teach or want to be part of the amazingly supportive community where you can find lives, Q&A sessions and other great educational empowering resources, then take action and search for Success IQ Alliance on Facebook and join this brilliant group. It would be lovely to see you there. You can tune in and listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud and TuneIn and of course iTunes. And if you have enjoyed the show and have the time, please leave a rating and review because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm aspiring to do. I wish you the greatest success and remember, don't settle for mediocrity. Go out there and create and live the exceptional. Have a lovely week and remember, just one conversation can create a lifetime of results. See you next week.